0: Hello, welcome to Love Food, Hey Money, the show where we talk about how much we love food and we prove it by spending all of our money on it. I am your host, Jonah. This is co-host, Courtney. Hey! And this week we are drinking the same bubbly from last week because...
1: Whoa, crazy!
0: Because we closed out last week's episode saying we had to go drink some more and then we didn't and also sometimes batches happen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a good one. So, if you weren't here last week, you don't get to know what we're drinking. We
0: are drinking the, uh... No,
1: they don't get to know! Oh,
0: gosh, okay, we'll go back and listen to the last episode if you <laughs> care.
1: <laughs> you can tell them.
0: Um. Uh, de Borgonia Brute 2019 from Moyard.
1: Wow, thank you. You're
0: welcome. Gotta do, like, a fast ad read at the that end of crazy. A, a drug commercial. Because alcohol—that was one <laughs> Neil Brennan joke on uh, alcohol being a drug that would not pass any of the regulations if it, <laughs> if it was tested through the same protocols. Be like, yeah, they get belligerent and a little bit aggressive, a little abusive. And they're like, yeah, no one should have that drug. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to alcohol.
1: So, what do we got today?
0: Bum 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 bum. We're in the newsroom.
1: Ooh. You I think, had,
0: a... I think, I did the ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's technically sports That's news. That's
1: news for some people. It's for, news for me. It's news to you. You had a couple stories before I uh, I jump into mine.
0: Uh, I wish I had my phone out. I'm not prepared like a proper <laughs> newscaster. This will be the news bloopers. Um, I can't get wildly specific with the news that I was interested in, um, but we've talked about this before. Fazoli's is back in Arizona. That's newsworthy. It's Yay. in the airport. There's going to be a location, Mesa, coming up. Stay tuned as our reporters hit the ground live and come back with some details on that nostalgia trip.
1: And then you were talking about um, the Baja the other Blast. Ones.
0: Yeah, Baja, no. Oh, yes. We knew about Baja <laughs> Blast flavors coming out this summer. I forgot about those. <laughs> I, was ta- I was talking about Mountain Dew in general because they're going to be doing a uh, hard hard live wire flavor which is uh
1: dangerous quite,
0: quite the name um but yeah they're doing yeah mountain Dew is coming out with all sorts of great things they're really popping off it's about time they shined um there's going to be new flavors of baja blast again this summer because they did the summer of baja blast last year and i collected all the infinity stones and they didn't send me the special fourth flavor and i'm still kind of sad about that um doing new flavors this year and there is one i think there's a new flavor in taco bells themselves coming up in the summer that'll Ooh. be fun um there's the hard live wire flavor very exciting that's coming out at some point maybe in a market near you because i don't even know if we have all the hard mountain dew flavors in arizona I know we saw them in Vegas when we were there. That's Oh yeah, some, we did. Huh? Ne- Nevada's really good going crazy. Oh, well, it's
1: Vegas, so.
0: The other news story that I had is um just kind of laughing um and it's something that is funny but is also kind of important and I get it. Um as uh, Toblerone uh is switching from their normal packaging to slightly more generic mountain packaging because <laughs> they are they no longer meet the the Swissness requirements. Uh, to have the Matterhorn as their official mountain logo. So they are switching to slightly more generic triangle now, (laughs) which is super funny, but also moderately important, sort of piggybacking off of the wine stuff from the last episode. Um, Part of learning the language of of wine is learning why things are labeled the way that they are. Um, A lot of countries followed France because there was issues uh, hundreds of years ago with things not being... Bottled correctly, and there's lots of money being tied up to names, and then the names were thrown around generically, and now we have the organic food system in the United States. So that went well, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's truly has to do with uh, uh, it's a combination of truth and advertising, and also a quality assurance thing. Um,
1: well, because you don't
0: any of the protected foods in Europe has a the EU as a whole has a full a branch of their government dedicated to truth in uh, product. So You don't want to get
1: tricked into buying Swiss chocolate that's not Swiss chocolate.
0: Yeah, and then it's just Swiss (laughs) chocolate.
1: I also want to know how many people in just like the general public knew that it was the Matterhorn on Toblerone.
0: Toblerone? Toblerone. (laughs) Just say it with a real Italian accent. Uh... There's going to be a real
1: man Swiss person somewhere. So I think that's really funny that they have to go through all that. Yeah. Because um, I would just been like, actually, it was a generic mountain the whole time. Don't you worry about it.
0: Yeah, I was in that <laughs> camp of not really re- ever thinking about it. Yeah. Um,
1: like, it makes sense. Then when you told me, I was like, oh, OK.
0: It makes a lot of sense. It's also like it's important that it's taken off because uh, in the article that I read, which I'll have to try and find again, um, I think it was on Business Insider, talked about whoever was being... I think it was a representative from the mm, we'll call it the governing body of making sure that Swiss is Swiss, Swiss things are Swissy um, basically said that there is a, depending on the product, anywhere from 20 to 50% price increase uh, in value, at least in perceived value by just having like the true Swiss branding. So if you think of like Swiss army knife and using the little uh, Swiss flag, things on that, like there's a certain, uh, additional value you can sort of generate by by following those standards and guidelines which
1: always comes back to my always money. Always back to the
0: money. Anything that has anything to do with anything has to do with money. The only reason that the truth in advertising thing exists is because of the financial component, not because they actually want to make sure you're getting the product. <laughs> they just want to make sure they, they can charge you for the product. Trance. Right. Oh. Uh, so that that's that's all the news that I got. I think I'll probably think of something else, but hit me with your specials.
1: Um, the double down is back. <gasps>
0: That is good news. I knew about that too. There's, oh, it was a double down (laughs) and like Diablo 4 thing. And I don't know why they were related, but there's a promo for both of those. Um, I think it's because double downs might be from the devil. Uh,
1: (laughs) You know, that makes a lot of
0: sense. uh, I haven't had one in a decade. I've
1: never had one. Well. So we'll do that.
0: We're going to triple down on that then.
1: Oh, my God. Well, and then I think another thing we had talked about bringing up in this episode was we were recently watching, like, a behind-the-scenes Panda Express video.
0: Yes, an eater video uh, about Panda Express and how they run. And we, we learned something.
1: We learned something. And I had to go. <laughs>
0: Panda Express is delicious. Oh,
1: everybody knows that.
0: Spoiler alert.
1: <laughs> but they were talking about um, Sichuan food in America and how for, I believe it was 75 years total... Sichuan peppercorns were banned in the United States. I think it was until 2005 or 2006.
0: Yeah, it was somewhere in the middle. Because we were like, oh, odds. we were
1: kids when like that ban was lifted.
0: Yeah, we were and kids when that ban was lifted. And it also makes so much more sense on...
1: Why American Chinese food tastes the way it does.
0: That and also just the fact that you take any person um, over the age of 30 to a Chinese, any well standard... Uh, american white pasty ones (laughs) i don't i don't even want to say that there is i
1: there is a large demographic (laughs) of people thanks jonah i have to call the legal team now (laughs) there's a large demographic of people who have never eaten the flavor component which is known as mala, or the
0: yeah the textural component because yeah, I think it's it goes both. beyond flavor. It's it's it really it's is a, a, a full
1: experience, and that's why I love it.
0: It's a sensory thing, which yeah. goes back to you know, <laughs> it all comes back to wine. Just don't hork it down. There's more. There's more to it.
1: And but mala, mala
0: cooking is the
1: it specifically comes from Sichuan peppercorns. Because they have this spice and heat to them, but it also has this numbing tingling to it. It
0: has a, yeah, like a topical anesthetic almost where it kind of makes you tingle.
1: Yeah. It's delicious when it's used properly and, like, it doesn't overpower the whole dish. Mm-hmm. It's um,
0: and usually fairly floral, too.
1: Yes, absolutely. And the reason it was banned in the United States was it, was, uh, it comes from a... Was it citrus or berries? Now, I can't remember. I think it's citrus. Berries and cream. Berries and cream. So <laughs> citrus or berries? Now, I don't remember. Dang it. I think it was a citrus. Yeah. And so, basically, it could be bringing over different kinds of diseases that could kill our plants if not treated properly.
0: Same reason we can't bring anything into the United States. Right. Money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it will corrupt our money.
0: Corrupt money. Yikes. And disease.
1: So they had banned it, and I guess nowadays they have methods to check it for this rot that it was essentially bringing over, um, and there was also heat treating that they can do. So now we get to eat Sichuan peppercorns. I think that's amazing.
0: Yep. And we learned that because of Panda Express.
1: Thanks, Panda Express.
0: Thanks, Thank you for teaching us something about Sichuan peppercorns.
1: It's I've pretty seen, interesting,
0: though, to learn it from them because they don't use Sichuan peppercorns. Right. Well, and, and that's, that's what he was saying. Yeah. is
1: like, he's talking about Sichuan cooking and how like, I think it was their Kung Pao chicken specifically, is inspired by dishes from the Sichuan province. And then also saying, and this is why it tastes the way it does because we literally couldn't use the ingredients they use in China. Yeah,
0: we couldn't get these peppercorns in that helped to balance it out. So instead, it was extra sugar.
1: So that's really interesting to me. I thought that was so cool to learn about.
0: Yep. It's fun. It's funny to think about how our parents would have never had mala food while we were growing up. And, like, that's the, the fact that there's so many people. There's that are like, so what is, many
1: people. What is
0: this flavor like? In the United States, the reason that there's so many people that are, they, the first time they have a Szechuan peppercorn, they're like, why is it like this?
1: <laughs> why is it spicy? Um, so go get some Mapo tofu this week. Report back to us.
0: Mm, I love Mapo tofu.
1: I do, too. It's so good. So I have a couple articles for you today um, that I found for food news because we live a good blind react.
0: I wonder how many of these I will have heard before. And I seems, do
1: wonder that as well because you read a lot. I read a lot articles. of
0: food related articles because my phone knows it's basically the only thing I care about in this world. <laughs> um, so it's a lot of this stuff. We'll see how much of it I've seen before. Okay. I like this game.
1: So I know you're really excited about the Live Wire Howler Herd Seltzer.
0: <laughs> Can we get an instant replay of that?
1: Wow, <laughs> I am not looking forward to when I start doing video versions. It's going to be so embarrassing.
0: I love this. <laughs> but <laughs> did you know
1: that Sunny D is debuting a vodka seltzer?
0: Stop! <laughs> oh my goodness. That is a Sunny D light now, isn't it?
1: Oh my gosh. Oh
0: my that's wondrous. Sunny D and vodka?
1: Yeah. And bubbles? It's um it's oh. supposed to be launching in certain Walmarts. So certain uh, look. <laughs> How does one become the select Walmart for Sunny D vodka? Look, man, I don't is work that, for Walmart. I can't tell you. It's either the
0: highest compliment or the lowest uh diss. What would be the op what's a nice Two more than two syllable word for the opposite of compliment. Crickets. Ooh, crickets! A classic. <laughs> F off <laughs> to the Walmarts that uh, get these select. Oh, that's wonderful. So okay,
1: so it starts Saturday, March eleventh.
0: We're getting so for, it'll oh, be out when this
1: debuts. Yes. And then it's going to be suggested Time. retail price. It's a four pack for ten bucks.
0: Okay, two fifteen. That's cheaper than Each Sunny D. Each can is four
1: point five percent ABV. And ninety five calories.
0: Oh, love that a, a classic.
1: And it says it's made with real fruit juice and includes zero grams of sugar.
0: I don't even think actual Sunny D is made with real fruit juice. <laughs> Did you um, grow up drinking Sunny D? I was no. It was a Sunny D was a thing I would get at my blind grand great grandmother's house. She would have that for me in the little like the little uterus drip off tops. You know the, the...
1: I do know, but I don't like the way you describe that.
0: It's the shape. It's the... It's
1: the there's yeah. The, there's
0: the little point, and then there's the two... There's the U-hook.
1: When you, like, ripped off the fallopian tubes to drink your drink?
0: No, you would know, hold, hold it by the fallopian tube rip, <laughs> to get into your drink. We've all been there.
1: This is why we need sex ed in schools, everybody. It's- <laughs> <laughs> um. This article does says um adults just make sure not to make this a lunchtime trade of this. adults
0: do that F- fucking bet <laughs> <laughs> uh it's the same issue that you're having with the with the new monster energy drinks that's hilarious
1: okay so i kid you not yesterday i saw a tiktok of this guy at his house his son packs his own lunch and they have liquid death and guinness cans in their home back to back and same, same. if you've looked at a Guinness can and a liquid death can, they're both black with gold writing. So the kid normally would take a liquid death to lunch with him until one day the school calls dad and goes, hey, your kid brought beer to school?
0: <laughs> and he was like, no, that's liquid death. And the school was like, okay. No,
1: it was Guinness. The kid I, I packed know. a Guinness.
0: <laughs> I, good for him.
1: So I'm like, you know, he brought it. I we like that he be- probably
0: did it accidentally, though. Oh, like, he wasn't even trying. He was just like, That's not my water.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I really love that new Sunny D.
0: Especially because Guinness out of the can kind of just tastes like blood and cheesecake factory brown bread in that order.
1: That's true. It's not my favorite. Uh, Next article is Great British Bake Off is making some big changes after harsh criticism.
0: And they can stop being racist.
1: (laughs) You know, the part of the article that I read had nothing to do with that. Uh, basically, what harsh criticism
0: were they receiving?
1: People are upset with the challenges. They think they're too hard.
0: That they're too hard. Hu- well, I mean...
1: Which, honestly, you know, when they made a bunch of British people make tortillas and tacos, I, I agree that was above their pay grade. This
0: is the tortilla. <laughs> this, this is... uh
1: The guacamole.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, the pico de gallo.
1: Pico de gallo.
0: I've had to start mispronouncing that word because that is actually closer to what the Italian would be because mm. there's a crece de gato pasta at work but I it's real hard for me to not say crece de gallo
1: but yeah no this article really only talks about scaling back the challenges and making things more approachable because uh, yeah. it's not a comfort show and it's too stressful to watch
0: if you want to watch a version of that that's not a comfort show you should watch the kids version
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't I literally can't that, it gives me anxiety.
0: Watching the kids' version of that show is birth control, <laughs> because there's absolutely there's not a single part of that that makes it look like it would be enjoyable to try and bring up a youth.
1: And the youths. Um.
0: So if you need any babysitting, <laughs> shameless we're plug. We're starting
1: a service.
0: <laughs> we're starting a service.
1: We'll bring the Sunny D wink wink, Sunny um, D
0: and Liquid Death for all the kiddies. W-
1: this next one, I didn't get too far into this article. Um, but the headline not on enough it's not pictures. No. <laughs> Look, if it's not yeah, anyways. So it says <laughs> <laughs> scientists working on introducing lab-grown animal fat to plant-based products. And honestly, this I like just,
0: how I had to break that down like a word problem in my head, where I was like, if Jimmy has three apples and one of them is made out of beef, is it a vegetarian apple? <laughs> um um
1: One of the things they cite in here is that they're trying to make guilt-free meat, Um, which I can appreciate to a point, but I honestly, and this is very much my personal opinion. If you do not agree, that is totally okay. We're going
0: to get up on our soapbox and say, we have the same opinion on this.
1: Well, my thing is...
0: If you feel guilty about it, just don't fucking do it, nerd. (laughs)
1: Jesus. (laughs) My thing is, I fully respect that when I eat meat, an animal had to die for it. Mm -hmm. And I think that that sucks that the animal has to die, but I also fully respect that sacrifice so that we can keep living. Mm -hmm. And yes, you can choose not to eat animals. That is fine. But I think this idea of using, they have to be using animal cells to grow this crap in a lab is so disconnected from The sacrifice and the reality of eating meat that I think, yes, it is the guilt-free, but I think it is so disconnecting from food that it's like, that makes me feel more gross in a way.
0: It's, that's very science-based and it's hard when you are trained to appreciate food as a whole, especially like the ecosystems as a whole, uh, this food chain, like, we're...
1: We're so disconnected from where our food we're comes We're so around. disconnected
0: from that, and, like, I, to this day, like, have hmm, probably unpopular opinions about, like, yep, if you're not willing to kill an animal, Or even meat.
1: just watch or acknowledge or have any type of connection to yeah, that.
0: If, if yeah, you, if you have to be disconnected from it to be okay with it, then, like, maybe you shouldn't. And it's also very, like, cultural in how you were brought up, too. Yeah. Like, I should probably be pretty grossed out by it because my family never cooked. So, like, raw meat and all that stuff.
1: You also grew up elk hunting, though. Yeah. So, well, I
0: grew up helping process elk. so that Which was, I
1: think it gives you almost more experience with that.
0: Yeah. I guess I forgot about that. That was happening, you know, once every couple years or so where they would actually get the elf tags drawn. And then you'd go and, go and help break it down. And not in the fun rat battle way. <laughs>
1: So yeah obviously we have really strong opinions about this this article goes on to talk about how
0: I also just don't know how that would I mean <laughs> it just made me think of the uh video that you showed earlier where like is this a is this a human yes, that's a dolphin <laughs> I'm like what at that point does is it would it still be meat is it guilt is it guilt free because they're like, well, it sells for meat but it was never a living cow so
1: I don't know where the line is. Artificially
0: generated cow fat is guilt-free because fat doesn't have feelings, which is just really a.
1: (laughs) But yeah, I guess they talk about...
0: That's wild that they're doing that. And also, I don't know how I feel about that.
1: Right. Well, and I guess one of the things that they're talking about in this article is there's a lot of concerns around the nutritional aspect of plant-based products generally.
0: I don't think that anyone's concerned with a plant-based product is that there's not enough fat in it. Well,
1: that's what this article says. Like, advancements aside, like, fat's not really what we're needing.
0: There's plenty of other, like, dietary, like, vitamins and minerals that you can get from a omnivorous diet that you can't get out of, I don't know. You can't. That's it's such all, a,
1: well, it's all about how you manage your diet. Like, you can be fully plant-based and eat, like, shit. And you can be somebody who eats Welcome animal products. To and soup,
0: salad, and breadsticks.
1: do 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 <laughs> You can eat, you know, everything else and still eat, like, like, shit on either side. It's all about really making those choices and figuring out it's, what yeah. works for you.
0: Yeah. And, and so actively, like, with the diet choices like that. It's just making sure that you do it somewhat thoughtfully like if you're only eating plants and you're kind of lethargic you might not have everything you need in your diet That's um wild i yeah
1: i just think i thought that was so crazy it kind of upset me anyways the next headline did you say upsetted it upsetted me heard i've been upsetted
0: she's done been upsetted everyone <laughs> once she's been upsetted she's never been I'll unsetted. never be
1: unupsetted again <laughs> Uh, the next headline is: Italian prison offers happy hour for inmates.
0: No, oh, that's nice. A little aperitivo right, right before your your programs. Um, go on.
1: <laughs> According to the local, the female inmates at the San Vittore prison in Milan have been enjoying a special happy hour twice a week with alcoholic beverages and guests from the outside the prison.
0: I want to go to prison. <laughs>
1: Um. Yeah, and so about to
0: go commit some white collar crime in Italy, a la White Lotus.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it was arranged by staff at the jail, and they don't really expand on it much more than that. It's just that's something. The guests were?
0: Was it like?
1: I would imagine it's Rihanna got
0: done with her Super Bowl party, and then she went over to the Italian prison.
1: I think it's just like probably their visitors.
0: Like, hello, Nona.
1: And then it says... It's
0: been so long since I've seen you. Here's a little Chianti.
1: <laughs> the happy hour reportedly lasted late into the night and were supplied by a catering service. I Maybe we should go to Italian prison.
0: All right, everyone. We're booking a trip to Italy. Well,
1: it actually, it was only in the women's prison, so you don't want to go.
0: I... Hmm. Sad.
1: And then it says the prison service, however, said organizing events for prisoners was not unusual and the happy hour has been arranged in broad daylight quotation marks
0: broad but it well, says yeah, it could. went
1: late into the night so
0: broad nightlight
1: i don't know honestly sounds yeah. like they're doing pretty good over there
0: that's an interesting i feel like there's more to that story and now we're just left thinking that the, the italian prison system is just filled with a bunch of women in aperol spritzes <laughs> <laughs> and i uh, think that's hilarious
1: negroni spagliato with prosecco, with prosecco
0: in it, in it. my I, favorite prison wine
1: i've got two more for you um, Heinz finally finds the sailor who survived being lost at sea by eating ketchup.
0: Um, I my initial response is, how did they lose him?
1: <laughs> so they had nothing to do with it. Um, this, this <laughs> That's guy... good.
0: I wasn't questioning whether or not Heinz set a sailor <laughs> out to sea, and they said, "Live, you have oh. tomato product, and you're." <laughs> <laughs> in your sheer will, good luck, sailor.
1: So, Elvis Francois, a sailor who miraculously survived at sea for nearly a month after being swept away by a large current, survived on watered-down ketchup packets and seasoning packets for a month.
0: Huh. See, what we really are about on this podcast is in your diet. So, <laughs> if you... Our concern, it it concern, be done. If guys. you want something guilt free, might we suggest Heinz ketchup packets and a touch of seasoning pack? Mm-hmm. I like how seasoning packets also just neutrals, just like iodized salties. Like I got my salt and I got my ketchup. Is all Francois needs?
1: He had drove through a a McDonald's on his way to go get on his boat and ate all the stuff. But all he (laughs) I'm speculating, I don't know if that's true. Heinz for a month, but basically the Hines that's a lot of ketchup
0: packets. How many? I don't know. How was this man swept to sea, and he had access to this many ketchup packets and nothing else?
1: Honestly, I don't think it was very many. We can dig further into it. This is just from Food Beast, and they do very short articles. Um, but oh, they're named
0: Food Beasts. They probably can't read.
1: That's true. So they Heinz company had posted on Instagram that they were looking for this guy. They finally found him. He lives in uh, the Caribbean, and they offered him. Um, uh, they got him a new boat, which I'm like, like a
0: full size bottle of ketchup. Like if for I was him, emergency? I'd be like,
1: I actually never want to go on a boat again. And then they also was wanted- it made out of ketchup? I hope so.
0: That way you can eat your boat when you're. And then Struggling. they offered
1: to provide support uh, for him and his family. And i that's very vague, so.
0: Just in general, they were like, good job. Good job, buddy. We're proud of you. <laughs> Thank you for being, not the advertisement we wanted, but the advertisement we needed.
1: And my last article for today, uh, this is my. Breaking f- news. This is my favorite headline. Man gets arrested for deep fried gun. Hmm. Um, do you wanna just take us just a guess at what this story is?
0: Well he went to raising canes (laughs) and he went quick, I gotta hide this gun. Put it in your in your flour bin and then they cooked it and then they served it as a part of a caniac and they went, Whoa, that's a gun. (laughs) That's my guess.
1: So a man with a gun. Obviously, there's got to be one of them. Oh, gunman. He approached two men in a parking lot, tried to rob them, whatever. Police Mm -hmm. were called and he went up to a restaurant employee because this was in like their parking lot and asked her to like hide the gun. And she was like, no, thanks, dude. I don't want any part of this.
0: He's like, if you don't deep fry this gun right now.
1: So she turns him down. And so he decided that the best thing he could do is hide it in the deep fryer. Apparently, the gun did go off while the restaurant was being evacuated, but nobody was injured. Hmm. Because you got to think fryer oil and like...
0: I don't know how that works science-wise. Would the fryer oil be hot enough to set off the gunpowder? So that. Is that how that works?
1: I don't know, but I think that's what they're implying. (laughs) Can somebody who knows gun fryer science give us a call?
0: I want the Mythbusters to be around just so they could put a whole revolver in a fryer and see if it (laughs) shoots off all six rounds.
1: Um, The man maintains that it was all a big misunderstanding and that was totally not his gun in the fryer. I was holding it for a guy. Um, He also said that one of the men who called the police was his nephew who owes him money. He tried to collect the money, but did not have a gun.
0: Narc. (laughs) He did not have a gun.
1: <laughs> huh. um, so I just really loved that.
0: That sounds like some churches nonsense.
1: It doesn't specify the restaurant, which makes me think it might've been like a, a local place that didn't want any of this in the news.
0: Gus's fried chicken was like
1: no, no. Not local to Arizona specifically.
0: Gus's but isn't local to Arizona. Right, right, right. Interesting.
1: Well. So those are, those are our fun little news stories for the week. That was some good news.
0: I'm gonna go over and check on my my <laughs> my churro bazooka.
1: <laughs> Thank you for listening to Love Food Hate Money. This podcast is edited by John Watkins of Feather Fiction Studios. He also does our theme music. Connect with us on social media: Love Food Hate Money on Instagram and TikTok, or email us hello at lovefoodhatemoney dot com. Make sure to send your hate mail directly to Jonah.
0: It gives me the minerals that I need for my balanced diet. And, it's that and uh, the ketchup packets, maybe.
1: Stay tuned for future updates.
0: More to be continued.
1: We're going to do stuff eventually. You're going to want to hear about it.
0: Wink. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye. I made a mess.